Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here comes the intro. And three, two, one. And three, two, one. And three, two, one. Oh, hey there, kids. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your ears into. Hey, guys, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in again. We always appreciate it. This is the podcast where we talk about movies, uh-huh. TV shows. That's it. Comic books. You got it. And... Damn, my voice cracked a little bit. Just and I, a little bit. I was going to say something like sensual or something like like those radio shows that you hear at yeah. 10 p.m. when mm-hmm. you're driving alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Falling asleep. Yep. I almost I was, fell asleep last night while driving. That's not good. No, it was a guy. <laughs> we were at a stoplight, and uh, I put my elbow, my, my wrist up, or my fist up to my face. I was like, oh, it's real warm in here. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, I heard a horn, and I was like, <gasps> and, like, it was green, and, like, everyone had gone. And I was like, okay. And I, yeah. I pulled over for a second, got out, like, jumping jacks. Did some stuff, then there blasted the cold and mm-hmm. opened the windows because I'm like, I don't care. I need to stay awake and uh, drink like a lot of water. Because apparently, if you guys don't know this, like when you are working on a late night project, don't drink energy drinks or coffee. You want to drink water. Just drink as much as you can. I love water. It's great. Water makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to today's sponsor, guys. Water. water. Yeah. Go ahead. This episode's brought to you by water. Every bottle of water you drink, it's a dollar in the company's not our pocket we would like to that'd be cool if water was a sponsor could you imagine that's not fair to sponsor that at all that's not we shouldn't people shouldn't own water that's like saying air yeah we're brought to you by air okay every time you breathe air a penny goes to us fucking las vegas yes okay so i went for the first time a couple months ago Uh, i went to the club Obviously, the nice club. Scene. It was it uh, a it, club or the club. It was a it was a, a club. A club. It was very cool. I was like, oh, fun. Like a lot of ooh, so many greasy guys. A lot of <laughs> a lot of. This is a weird place. But then I was like, I need a water bad. Like I've been yeah. dancing. I was drinking. Like okay, ten dollars. And I was like, no, no, no. I need it just from the tap. Sorry, yeah. I need it. I need you to put the glass underneath <laughs> that sink right there and just give that to me. Like yeah, yeah ten dollars. I was like. I guess I'm gonna just. <laughs> I'm not paying ten dollars. No. It's like I already spent twenty dollars on your beer that yeah. you had that I could go get for a three dollars down the street. Yeah. But like, no, I'm not. Yep. No, I'm gonna. They charge it because they know they can. They, they can. can. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like legally like, in California, they can't charge for water. But I'm like, no, this is Nevada. This is a basically mm-hmm. a lawless town. He brothel the yeah. whole state. Yep. Hi guys in Nevada. Thanks, listeners. I'm just. <laughs> Is kidding. there anything in Nevada other than Las Vegas? Yeah. Okay. The Reno. There you go. And then the Capitol. Yep. Which uh, is Carson City. You know so much about Nevada, guys. Today sponsored by Nevada. Go ahead. It's a we have a travel agency. Anyways, let's get to the intro of this episode yes. that I started and. Uh, guys, we're gonna lift the veil for a second. It's very early uh, in the morning, and we're gonna go ahead and. Uh, 
what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Let's read some of the. We love it when you go on iTunes. We're on a bunch of platforms. There we we're go. On iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Audio say, Boom. Our Audio Boom. Google uh, Play Music. Google Play Music. Player yeah. FM Radio. Good job. And and Overcast and Overcast. a bunch of other places. Mm-hmm. But if you go on to iTunes and you give us a five star rating, which is our favorite rating for reasons. That are easy to determine. That are ours and ours alone. All right, <laughs> exactly. quit asking about it. Uh, we will read your review because um, we love them. Uh, we've got this review. Hold on, we've got a couple here today. We got this one from uh, Ding Ding from Dune Dunas Darby. That's a as a little, as a little joke, a little reference. Five uh-huh. stars, amazing stuff. If you're looking for a fun conversation about nerdy stuff, you've come to the right place. Don't go anywhere else. I swear to God, don't. We'll Just know. stay right we'll here. Know. No, we'll know. Everybody stay right. Sit down. Stay right there. Sit down with us and just stay right there. <laughs> Sorry, second review. <laughs> yeah. Keep Her Going by uh, Kadon C. Five stars. Thank you so much. I like it. It's good. I like it. Brief. Yeah. It's very nice. It's, it's just, nice. Listen. Like it. It's good. If we like it when it's short, we like it when it's long. We just like communicating with you guys. And I go through and I read all of them. Mm. And they're beautiful. They're very nice to read when you're having a... At the end of the week, blues, and mm-hmm. you're waiting for the weekend, and you read those, and you're like, you know what? I enjoy Only Stupid Answers. And because of that, I also follow it on Twitter, Only Stupid Answers. Yank the vowels out of stupid. A little plug for our social media. Mm-hmm. Also, Instagram, Only Stupid Answers. And Facebook, Only Stupid Answers. And little thing up top, we want to do something very special next week. You want to mm-hmm. hit them with it, DJ? Yeah. Uh, if you guys look for... Uh, Only Stupid Answers on YouTube. Whoa. We've got a YouTube channel now. Whoa. Go follow that. And we're uh, the goal for next week is we are going to do a movie night. We've talked about doing this since, I think, like episode two. Uh-huh. Right? Probably, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we're finally going to try and do it for Halloween because uh, it's going to be next Sunday, mm-hmm. which is the 30th. Mm-hmm. Halloween's on the 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to tweet out uh, from our Twitter, Only Stupid Answers, and Other Bells from Stupid. Um, the times, and we're probably going to put out a poll mm-hmm. for what movie we should watch. We'll, we'll mainly base it off of uh, the easiest for everybody because most people use Netflix. We'll base it on yes. what horror movies are on Netflix. And uh, I, I suggest we're going to figure out the logistics, but if you use Chrome on your desktop, mm-hmm. I would suggest downloading the Show Goers app. Not Show Go, Show Goers. It, it, the icon is uh, 3D glasses. Yeah. And if you download that, really cool. We'll send out a link on our social media and in the live stream we do. If you click that, it will open your Netflix and then sync it up with ours. So if we hit play, your movie starts playing with us and we are all synced up. That's it's cool. very It's very easy to use. That way, when we're talking, we're all on the same page. We don't have to do a three, two, one. Yeah. We can just That's do it and cool. go. Yeah. Would that have worked for Luke Cage? Huh? And uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but now it, it is relatively new, and I'm gonna be honest, a little buggy. But okay. so, uh, so a but 13 hour stream would have been, been a little, a little rough. bit of challenging. But for this movie, so that's that's the goal. How, we're gonna pick a scary movie. Whoa. Um, and so for specifics on that, stay tuned to our Twitter. Um, go ahead and subscribe to our The Only Stupid Answers YouTube page. And DJ talks trash on YouTube. Oh, thank you. And, and Sam, Sam Basher on, on YouTube. YouTube. Nice little sync up. Uh-huh. The DJ. Yes. Favorite. Actually, this. I think this is my favorite time of the episode. What are you into this week? Oh, what am I into this week? I uh, read some comics. Oh, I didn't I'm know you scratch like my those. beard into the mic real Wait, quick. hold on. I'll do hold it on. too. Do you guys like that? You're welcome. We can do a whole That's hour of this. <laughs> uh, you like comics? I do. I do. Shockingly. What? Is that like a new? 
thing. You yeah, yeah, I just yeah. started getting into them uh-huh. just the last couple weeks. Um, I started. I've been catching up on Superman. <laughs> it's really good. If the, you want a good family story and maybe tear up a little bit, yeah, Superman. It's I the the first arc. I was a little. Uh, I didn't really like Eradicator as mm-hmm. a bad guy. He wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But the last couple issues, I'm one issue behind, I think. Um, so, like, I think the one that just came out was nine. I could tell you the number, but what happens? Uh, I think it's, so I think seven and eight. The, the last two issues I read were when they go to the fair as a family, oh. which was amazing. And the art in it was gorgeous. Yes. Beautiful. It, it, no, it's so, like, oh, man. The reason why people like Superman so much is for Clark Kent, and this is, like, this is Clark Kent. Yeah, it's them peak yeah it's it's the family uh clark clark lois and their son john go to the fair and lois is like hey don't do superman like let's just have a family thing and of course there's a robbery going on and clark has to try and figure out a way to resolve it without becoming superman uh-huh. uh and it's just fun it's just fun and heartwarming and it gives you a sense of the town that they live in and again the art is gorgeous that that one scene is great when like low like they lose track of clark for a little bit and he comes back to like sit on a roller coaster with him he's like no no, no i'm not gonna miss this roller coaster yeah. and then the attendants start talking like on the microphone accidentally they're like mm-hmm. yeah there was a robbery over there he's like no no there's like some dude stopped him he's yeah. like yeah they melted their guns and everything and mm-hmm. like you could see lois is there's a hair flying in front of me yeah. uh they you could see lois and clark both like reacting slowly to it and jonathan is not phased because he's on a roller coaster it's so great john is so much fun yeah uh and then the next issue i read is the first part of this uh dinosaur island superman fights dinosaurs and um, is it a spoiler to say kind of what it's a reference to? No, I would maybe... Or at least who it's dedicated to? I think we've talked about that artist a lot, and we've encouraged a lot of people to pick this up. I yeah. Maybe it's just another... No, don't say it. I yeah, it's... it's. I won't say what happens, but it is dedicated to Darwin Cook. Yes. And uh, it's very... Uh, if you're like me, and New Frontier means a lot to yeah, you. Yeah, same. It yeah. is beautiful. It's the, the reference. It's like... Just talking about it's kind of making me tear up a little bit, because it's like... That's we lost one of the great ones. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, it's and also it's just fun with Superman and Superboy around on Dinosaur Island, uh-huh. going on adventures. And this is the mo- this Superboy makes the most sense in my head. Like, I liked the one from Young Justice that most people do. He's like yeah. a clone of spoilers Lex and Clark, and yeah. like, and which is fun. But I, and New Fifty Two really fucked Superboy up. Like, he was a clone. Of a clone from Krypton, Good. and like in the clone from Krypton, like led this revolution for clones, and you're like, okay, just just calm down. Yeah. And while we wait for a second, let's hear from our vacuum sponsorship that's <laughs> coming in. There's uh, we're gonna hear maybe a few noises. Yeah. And we might pick up in a second. But anyways, yeah, Superman is fantastic, and Darwin Cook. If wait, I, we've told you guys to read Saga, and we've told you to read Why the Last Man. Read DC's The A New Frontier. Yeah, for one, not as long as saga or why the last no. man it's con- self-contained and it's just so it's tell, tell me because like there's a pitch the it's it's basically um if the superheroes if batman and superman and hal jordan's green lantern existed in the times that they were introduced so it primarily takes place during the space race in i believe the 50s 60s mm-hmm. and so batman and superman have been around since the late 30s um and it's just a good it's it's a it's a great it's almost like an anti-watchman 
because mm-hmm. um, it's a good exploration of the space race and what was going on there was a was a great opportunity for America to believe in itself and hope again and look towards the future. And that's what New Frontier is about. And it encapsulates that really well and specifically Hal Jordan, but also Barry Allen's Flash. His is really good. Um, and it's great takes on the challenges of the unknown, the losers, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, were uh, not the... We recently had a movie of a revamp of those characters, but uh, the World War II, the losers, uh, the classic Suicide Squad. I did a video where I was like, what Suicide Squad stories you should read? And when I was looking at the classic one, it's like the only one that I know that you should read is from New Frontier because that's the best version of the pre-dead shot Harley Quinn mm-hmm. version of that team. Because the Suicide Squad back then was just a bunch of really yeah, just, top-notch military people yes. and fighting dinosaurs, which yeah. is really cool. But... Uh, I think my favorite story in that, and it's the one that always gets me, and it's the most heartbreaking, is John Henry. Uh, the yeah, because I believe he's he's an adaption of Steel, John Henry Irons, but that version of it's pretty much completely new. Yeah, and, but also at the end they tease yes. that this John Henry Irons is inspires John Henry to become yeah. Steel in yeah. the future. But in this, it's like the story basically is the whole you're, – you're seeing – Points of view from everyone, even Martian Manhunter, and his yeah. story oh, is really good as it's well. It's one of the best Martian Manhunter stories. Mm-hmm. I love it when he's trying to figure out how to disguise himself on Earth, and he's watching TV, and he changes his faces to the different things on TV. Even Bugs Bunny, yeah, and like the you know, like the Native American on like the the mm-hmm. test screen, like he does that too. It's great, yeah. But uh, the John Henry story, it, it during this, like you're seeing the reflection of America and the world throughout these super, like through these superheroes. But the story that hurts the most is John Henry's because it's told through the old poem the song about yeah, like how henry. john henry versus the machine yeah. and this man he's a black man growing up uh, who lives in tennessee or kentucky yeah. it's in a very kkk like strong area yeah. and his i won't i don't want to go too far into it basically he goes on uh a spree to get rid of the kkk okay, yeah. but the entire time you don't really get dialogue from him. It's just an inner monologue or this narrator telling the story of the original John Henry versus the machine while telling, while showing what he's doing. And then at the end, there's a Walter Cronkite type person that comes on the air and talks about like how this person's doing this, mm-hmm. but like and like how America at the time is not willing to look at itself to see its serious problems. Like yeah. we were so, it was so easy for us to get mad at communism because it. Like, Russia was doing horrible, horrible things in the gulags and everything like that, but it's like, yeah. you're not looking at what we're doing, yeah. and you're not willing to face that. Yeah, it's a really interesting exploration of, like, uh, Americana, America at its height and everything, using these superheroes in these heightened situations to kind of explore, like, because it d- dives into communism, and it dives into, it's 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 just really great it's and you get really it. great and it's and again like you were talking about Marshall manhunter it's also one of my favorite takes on barry allen uh mm-hmm. it's a really cool take on Hal jordan uh-huh. um uh one of my favorite there's uh uh i don't even there, one of my favorite lines is when um batman first confronts martian manhunter uh-huh. uh and it's i'm not gonna i'm Oh, and it's also a great reference because the he has the best change. line. He yeah, has the, the that best one one liner. Like whatever, I'm not going to say it because yeah. it's a great moment. It's but, just a great <clears throat> Batman moment. Yeah, and um, the costumes change. So when Batman first shows up, it's his classic original costume, which I think is my favorite. Uh-huh. And then as it goes on, it goes more towards the 50s and 60s Batman costume. And you also learn they give you this really interesting reason why he has Robin. And like yeah. in, in in recent comics, they don't they show it as Batman 
saving a kid that like no. that he sees himself in. But in this, it's more like he does it because he's going out to make a difference and save people's lives so yeah. people don't have to live what he lived. But he has an experience where he's meant to strike fear in criminals, but he's also striking fear mm. in everybody. Yep. Yep. So he... And he's not okay with it. So, like, again, we can go we can go really in depth with DC's New Frontier, yeah. but this all came from the mind and was illustrated by one man as yeah. Darwin Cook. And the New Superman issue is a tribute to him. And yeah, and good. he's done a lot of great work. If you want something grittier, he also did a, an adaption of um, Richard Stark's Parker series, which is amazing. The second volume, the outfit, is just great. It's just great graphic storytelling. Um, he also did when they did Beyond. Um, before Watchmen, Watchmen mm-hmm. he did the Minutemen, which was one of the really the that one, um, and Doctor Manhattan, I think, are and Silk Spectre are the best of those. Mm-hmm. His, I think, is easily the best. It's just a really great creative mind. He also did the intro to Batman Beyond. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, he animated it. Yeah, yeah. It, he's he was the one behind that. He also, also, if you like the Justice League Unlimited series, he wrote the Suicide Squad episode of that. Yeah, and that's why that. And he's like a lot of people say like that's the best incarnation of any Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do because it's just like the dude who worked on it so well or so much with A New Frontier. He had a very clear idea of what he wanted. Yeah. So, so check that stuff out, uh, Sam. What have you been up to? Only Superman. That's all you got. That's you. Yeah, that's, uh, I yeah. also watched Agents of Shield last night. It was real good. Oh, it's real good. It was real good. Yeah, it's I a, had it's... one of my agents' favorite moments at the end when um, uh, Simmons is able to figure something out that nobody else is immediately. Yeah, and like, <laughs> man, I just love shows that like don't don't fart around with your mysteries. Like, yeah. just unless it's like your MacGuffin for the whole thing. Is that the right word? Yes. Right? Yeah. It's not MacGruvin or yeah. anything. It's MacGuffin, right? Yeah. Darkhold is definitely the MacGuffin this season. Oh yeah, or and I'm a... at least this first half of the season. I'm okay with that though. Yeah. Like, there's a nice mystery behind it, but it's like don't. Hide secrets, just tell people. That you you think about. we'll get like a cooler? Oh, oh, I had a, I don't even remember. I, <laughs> you had I, a thing. I had an idea. I, I was trying to remember there was a character that's connected with the dark hole that I thought was going to be the bad guy, uh-huh. and but he's super obscure, and I can't even remember the name now of the character. Someone found a tie with like when they showed the picture of the dark hole or whatever that was, mm-hmm. they're like, that's something from Conan the Barbarian, like that, like text Weird. or something so i'm like oh you could get like some fun yeah characters maybe with i don't fucking know that yeah. show can literally do anything but sometimes it does nothing so you're like <laughs> that's I, a good summation of it uh not in a bad way i i love the show but um what did i do uh, you're telling I me do? about not scary farm a little bit oh i did that for the first time i don't know if you guys have done not scary farm or specifically not scary farm during halloween time but i went on the they have speaking of agent shield they have a ride called ghost rider and it's new mm-hmm. and it's one of those wooden coasters but it's one of those updated ones where it's like reinforced with steel and like it's it's a smooth ride but it is the scariest fucking ride i've ever been on <laughs> it's so fast and it's so long it takes forever to finish it That's and it never crazy. lets up Ever. And you're like, there's one point where it kind of gets on a flat area, but it's still like taking a turn real fast. And you're like, I, and I, it's the only time in my life where I was genuinely screaming the entire time. I wasn't screaming just out of like, I'm having fun. I'm like, no, I'm screaming as if I'm being murdered right now. I was screaming so hard. I like my, my voice was almost gone. Uh, I went with a buddy and like his voice is definitely gone. And I screamed so loud, so hard i almost puked and i was like you know what that's a good ride i just imagine you like you're going so fast that you're puking but it never quite leaves your mouth and it gets uh-huh. forced back down <laughs> just just like a little like fountain right in front of my face um uh that was that was a lot of fun uh i was reading comics as well the superman dinosaur i haven't itched can't 
get to it. The dinosaur story has now concluded, so once you get to that, uh, I'd like to know what you thought about that. Cool. But there was something I read. What came? I have to look really quick. Wow. Wow. Because I have comicsology on my. uh, You were saying the mazes in Not Scary Farm were really cool, too. So is that like. And I gotta imagine that's probably a lot cheaper than um, Halloween Horror Nights at uh, Universal. Oh, it is. And uh, they're. I like that they are very original. They don't have like we have to do an American Horror Story yeah. maze, and I'm like, and those are really cool because the actors get into it and have fun. But with this, it's like, no, they can do whatever they want, and yeah. they can come. At, the more original ideas they come up with, the better. Cool. And so I went on two mazes. One was like a Louisiana ba- ba- Bayou uh-huh. one. And when you walk over, like, these paths in this swamp where, like, it is water, like, that surrounds you, there's, like, motorized, like, pumps below your walkway, so it feels like alligators or skeletons are, like, trying to get through the thing. I should do something like that. Right? Designing a thing like that would be really cool. My dad, when I was growing up for my birthdays, my my birthday's in November, early November, but... um, what we what we would always do is we'd have it around Halloween time, mm-hmm. and my dad would build mazes in our garage and stuff. And I've been telling oh, him, like, Dad, cool. when you retire, you should really look into to us look at making escape rooms, like make make that a thing because you were really good at it. And so, I, but I haven't really done the whole Halloween maze thing. It's it's very fun, yeah. and there was a second one we saw where like if they made this into a movie, it would be a damn nightmare. <laughs> but it's called Tooth Fairy. And it's, it's, it looks like a normal house. And, like, yeah. when you're looking at, like, their fake windows, which are just TV screens, it's just kids playing on punk beds. But it's on this weird loop where, they're like, it's just filming them sleep or playing, and they never leave their room. Mm-hmm. And when you walk in, there's, like, missing kid posters all over the place. Jeez. And there's teeth hanging from the ceiling and, like, teeth, like, in piles. And the most fucked up thing I told you earlier about, I'm going to tell you kids, so to really scare you, there was the most unsettling thing was there was, like, a you eventually, like, go to, like, this hellscape where, like, the tooth fairies um, work. Mm-hmm. And there is a kid, like, mannequin on a dentist chair. And there's a man, like, the kind of dressed as a doctor with a gas mask on, like, flossing. But when you look closer, the entire bottom jaw of this kid is gone mm-hmm. and is bloody. And there's just, like, blood pouring down his face. And he's, like, pulling, the, like, this guy's, like, just pulling teeth out of, like, this mannequin. And you're like, this is it for me anything with teeth worst nightmare yeah it what's is that horrible what, why is that you think i guess it's like you know teeth are supposed to be in your head uh-huh. most uh, of the time most, yeah. of the, most <laughs> of the time uh was that supposed to be the tooth fairy the guy at the end flossing oh all of them all of them are tooth fairies like the, mm. the, the story is like they just these these things like these demons go and kidnap kids forever and keep pulling their like teeth like it's it's horrible it's no. horrible but like and like you go through this one hallway where all like you assume like all the teeth are put on these like metal skulls and they like are like just uh. as you walk by and like glass cages and you're like this is awful and like the actors get like really into it so that's fun I, yeah i mean it would be fun also to be one of those uh want to be like a player in that yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be a lot of fun uh, have you been keeping up with action comics? Because now I pulled up my. I no, I have not. I'm, I, super, I just fo- my main Superman comic is Superman. Uh-huh. Well, the, in the most recent story, uh, without getting too far into it, Lois needs information from the Daily Planet, and this is Lois, like yep. New Fifty Two yeah, Lois. Yeah. So she has to go in, and she's a little bit older, so like she has to go in and try to interact with people undercover as Lois Lane. That's cool. And she, like, there's people there, she's like, most of this is right, but, like, a lot of this is not right. And also she runs into new Clark Kent, 
and she's like, "This is so weird. This is That's so crazy." And they've this, delved so into So does anybody him. know? Nobody knows that Lois died as Superwoman. Uh uh-uh. uh Not interesting. I, there's a thing at the end. Okay. Where well, Superwoman shows up. Lana Lang, and she's like, yeah. "Who the fuck are you?" And you're yeah, like, "Oh my god, everything's getting like intertwined in such a smart way." That's that would be smart to have um, low because I got to be honest with you, I'm not so sold on stay at home mom, Lois Lane. She doesn't want that, and that's very yeah. clear in this. Like, and yeah, they're setting up a really big mystery with her as well. Cool, yeah, and I think she's tied to everything else that's happening. I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff happening, and did I tell you about Earth Two Society? Like what they're doing. No. Okay, so Earth 2, if you guys want to pick it up, it's it's very fun. It's very weird because they get to- Earth 2 hasn't been rebirthed yet, right? No, uh-huh, okay. but they're getting very close to yeah. something because basically when the story started out, like they were on, they were in an alternate universe and they're on their planet, but things just go horrible here. Like Darkseid does attack mm-hmm. and the world is destroyed yeah. and eventually they find a new planet that they can live on and like uh, everyone who evacuated from that planet now live on Earth 2, like literally. Yeah. But- because it's this sh- shell of a planet, they didn't realize that there's no natural resources. They find um, this, uh, basically some of the Amazons were able to escape, and they have their Pandora casket, mm-hmm. Pandora's box. And like yeah. they've uh, it held the souls of the Amazons, so they opened it, like people, if they were touched by the soul, could turn into an Amazon, and like they became like the old ones. And so like Dr. Fate looked at it, and he was like, that's not just holding the souls, that's holding an imprint like that's it literally took a picture of the world to like like every detail of it like if you figured it out you could open this up and it could rewrite our entire world and like make it as it was oh wow and um and which is like an easy answer to like mm-hmm. their fucking problem but i was like magic yeah magic but i was like okay this is really interesting and the ultra humanite came in and he was like but he wanted he figured out a way if he could like Manipulated. Is Ultra Humanite a giant white gorilla in this version? Yeah, yes. but he's like, but he can make metahumans, and like, oh, it's wow. very, it's very scary. Um, he's very fair. I've never seen scary Ultra Humanite before. He's no. very scary. Um, but so like, basically, as a way to stop him, there, this Wonder Woman named Fury, who's the daughter of Wonder Woman, she opens the casket, everything goes white, and then the comic you think is over, and you're like, wait, like, and even the borders on the comic page disintegrate and they're gone, and you're like. Hey, what the fuck happened? And now they're picking up with all the wonders. That's what they call their metas, mm-hmm. like Flash, Jay Garrick, uh, Valzad, and Power Girl, yeah. and Huntress. They're they're like looking around, and it's just like a white nothingness around them. And when they look close, it looks like buildings are there. And like, the way they illustrate them, they're made out of fog. And once they like walk up, they like can walk through them. But then they start to hear these voices talking to them, kind of digital, and they're like reintegration like underway but there's like intruders like we must get rid of them and um there has been a sandman in this world but now there's like pre like pre new 52 sandman showing up as like this security protocol that's not morpheus from vertigo sandman like sandman gas mask for the gas mask sorry yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. one and um it's acting like this virus that's like or like uh, or antivirus software mm-hmm. that's trying to get rid of them and all of a sudden it appears in one of the gas buildings and it grabs somebody and pulls them into it and it becomes a real building on the inside but when you leave it's gone again and like now they're all like multiple sandmans are showing up and like they're they they are strong enough to take down superman like so you're like that's wait crazy. what where are they yeah. right now so uh, and they do a good job of paying off their storylines. Like, they had this really cool storyline where, like, with no re- natural resources and running out of power, Green Lantern, Alan Scott, takes off his ring, 
makes a construct and powers the entire world with his ring, and he he gives up being Green Lantern. He's oh, like, wow. he's like, I'll do that. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, like he's basically a god in this world. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not. I won't do it. Yeah, like I'll rather have everyone else like live than me have this kind of power. So that's cool. Yeah, they do a lot of cool storylines, so I'm excited for that. You should check that out. But let's get into the topic of the day. <gasps> DJ, I believe you tweeted something. Earlier I this did. Week. We we decided that. You know, Halloween is coming up. It's that spoopy time of year. Ooh, uh, spoopy. And so I asked you guys about your thoughts on ghosts. We didn't get a lot about that. We didn't get a lot of people's like opinions on ghosts. Are they a thing? Yeah. Uh, but uh, audience, what do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, and ghost stories that you experiences you might have had. Mm-hmm. Favorite ghost stories. Um. So do you want to go, because I, I know you have some stories that you want to share. Do you want to do some of these tweets first? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, let's, I'm gonna, I'll open up with this first tweet, tweet, uh-huh. tweet right here. Adrian Romero at Adrian Duva writes, Once when I was about to sleep, my door was closed, and out of nowhere it slammed open and everyone was asleep. Now that's really freaky because in my house where I grew up, there were a lot of things like that. Like when I was home alone, uh, we had those cabinets, like if you closed them, they kind of bounce closed, like ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding. I would hear that everywhere. And I'm like, I'd go look. Is that, no like a, is that like an air pressure thing maybe? I mean, an air pressure thing, they would have to open the cabinet all the way and then push it closed again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, air pressure. Air pressure, <laughs> you know. It also, it's already scary when you turn on your air conditioning at home and all of a sudden all the doors close and you're like, <sighs> and like that's not the ghost hiding from the cold. It is weird. You know what? Like, I feel like um, houses are creepier than apartments because you're kind of alone in them. Like apartment, you hear a weird noise upstairs in an apartment. It's like there's a... There's a dude. There's people up yeah. there. The people that live above me, uh-huh. I don't know what the hell goes on up there because you hear these like loud banging late at night and yeah. shit. Uh, there was one time water, like um, we. This was easy to figure out because they were, I, they were working on something upstairs. Like the the uh, uh, what do you the, plumbing? Yeah, the people that work for the the oh like oh my m- goodness, managers. Oh, yeah, no, the yeah maintenance for the different buildings. Uh, we're coming in, and we were getting like a water spot up on the on the ceiling. I was like, I'm gonna have to talk to him about it, but it stopped. So I guess they figured what was ever gone. So I didn't have to talk to anybody, which was nice. Um, <laughs> but uh, but there's always these weird, and I keep thinking that new people move in, but it's always the same weird shit going on upstairs. Uh-huh. Whatever. But it's an apartment building, so I know it's there. Mm-hmm. As long as I don't hear people screaming or abuse or something, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, uh, when I uh, there are the people above me. Like, they, we're not supposed to have big dogs, but they have the biggest fucking dogs. They have, like, at least, like, I, what I can guess is three either pit bulls or German shepherds. Like, they're, like, nah. strong, big dogs, and they're running around. But at, like, there was one night where I just couldn't sleep, so I stayed up basically till like, 6 a.m. and then came to work. We That was a weird, <laughs> delirious yeah. day that day. But uh, they were making noise the entire time, and it wasn't the dogs, because, like, the dogs, like, dogs make us, you can hear what a dog yeah. sounds like. This sounded like people dropping things yeah. all night, and I was like, wait. This isn't like, let's be real. They're not fucking right now. And I'm like, this is not what that is. Were I'm they making like, an Ikea shelf or something? Yeah, I'm they like, kept like dropping all the pieces. It's 4 a.m. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, just don't. Why? I know we don't make that. I don't make that kind of noise. Yeah. And I'm like, your feet aren't that loud. I've been told very often that I'm a very light stepper uh-huh. for I, my size. See, I like that. I don't like making a lot of noise when I walk. Also, my like joints and my feet crack a lot and i'm like Ugh. that's similar for my sister i don't have that but it's obviously since i'm a bigger person i was a dancer oh there you go yeah. uh since i'm a bigger person you learn how to step light so you're not like falling all over the place falling into a through. stereotype mm-hmm. 
Oh, uh, really quick, I had another story. Uh, but like that water thing you got, like that, yeah. uh, I had a very kind of creepy thing in the first place I moved out. When I moved out of my parents' house, I lived in like a condo with a couple other people and uh, it like you have conjoined walls and all of a sudden like I was sitting like in our living room and uh, I kind of like dozed off, but I woke up to like my face was wet and I was like, what is this? And I looked up and like I looked in my like clothes and they were like kind of damp on like the front and I was like, I like weirdly like pee everywhere or something <laughs> or like did the dog and I'm like no and like I looked up and there was and we had really high like vaulted ceilings there was a like water spot that had like streaked over almost the entire ceiling and I was like what has happening and like, I went and like I called my dad I was freaking out and like he had me turn off the water and like we looked I looked at my water heater and I'm like wait there's nothing here and like all of our showers are off and like I can't hear it and then Right then, I like I was like, oh, okay, it must be the conjoined building and like or a unit. So I knocked; no one was there. And luck of the fucking devil, whatever. And like <laughs> uh, the woman came home and she was like this really nice, like fifty year old woman. I was like, hey, I turned off our water, like and it turned it off hers too. I'm like, I think something's wrong with your water heater. And she's like, oh god. She opened it. Luckily, our place is all hardwood and we didn't have too many things in there. Mm-hmm. Her apartment armoires everywhere paintings on the walls like wallpaper carpet it looked like a water park had been in there like it like the paint from the ceilings was melting off and onto all the furniture like it was moist when you walked in did it explode yeah it exploded like it didn't like it didn't like catastrophically explode but like Mm. it had opened basically completely and was pouring out from upstairs because our water heaters were upstairs down the stairs and it was going through the the it would have been like the Whoa. second the, the ceiling so like it was pouring down from there and we had what only gotten a, a little bit so our landlord had to come in and like drill holes drain it all out and then restucco everything so i was like it scared me because like waking up like that i'm yeah. like i'm like demons are pissing in yeah. the ceiling <laughs> classic demon yeah. classic uh demon pranked pissing mm-hmm. in the ceiling uh-huh. uh Lori diaz at D. Lorianne. Mm-hmm. Uh, years ago, my brother saw my sister and I playing in the basement. When he came upstairs, we were in the living room. Whoa. Have you're you ever had that kids. where you see, like, <laughs> so you're their speedsters? <laughs> Have you ever had, like, yeah, seen I did. people? Uh-huh. Uh, I saw my dog. Um, uh, my dog was sitting in the living room. I was like, oh, cool. Hi, Emma. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, you know, because uh, you you don't talk to your pet. Well, who, what kind of monster are you? <laughs> and then I walked into my parents' room, and she was sitting right there with my parents. And I was like, okay, um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, are you sure that wasn't just the Matrix glitching out on you? <laughs> probably. You know what? That's that's an easier answer. There you right? go. Is it? Is it an easy I don't know. We all live in a simulation. Elon Musk said so. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that or, means, yeah. though. I don't know what to do with that information. Like, should I be scared of it? Like, yeah. should I? Can I do anything to help my community with it? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think I'm a little more scared. Of Elon Musk believing it than I am yeah. being true, <laughs> but also most successful people like that they have weird beliefs like that. You know, hey, like, we all got them. We oh all no, got we do. I'm things. not judging, but I'm like, there's also like there. I always feel like m- more likely that people super su- successful like that yeah. that are creative, yeah. like they have like slightly weird beliefs like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, uh, but uh, have you uh, ever seen anything? Spooky. Spooky. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, similar yeah, to this story. Similar to that where you see somebody in another room. Uh, well, I've got to be honest with you. I've uh, struggled with night terrors. Uh, what is fairly, that specifically? Uh, specifically, um, I'm probably going to butcher this. It's where it's, 
I associate it a lot with like sleep paralysis, except without the paralysis part. Ooh. It's that it's that part where right between waking up and um, being asleep that your kind of dream state and reality intermix, Blend, and yeah. so you kind of like um, uh, see things that like I creatures flying around the ceiling and stuff like that Ugh. other people in the room with you and my normal mo is like freaking out on the inside but just getting up and turning on a light and then you kind of calm down um in extreme cases i've run, i've run to the bathroom uh-huh. uh-huh uh freaking out people that might be in the room with me um <laughs> i get you yeah no, i mean uh, like i do like whenever i'm alone and like if i'm i got the apartment to myself i yeah. suddenly get very scared very easily yeah and so it's um uh, so stuff like that, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the the extent of it. I'm trying to think if I've ever had like, do you get you see somebody? Nah, I don't know. I, yeah, do you get that weird kind of sleep thing where you uh, like when when you get a chance to take a nap, but it's like a weird time. Your body's not ready, and you try to wake up, and your eyes are kind of opening, and your body, but your body. It's not sleep paralysis. It, maybe yeah. it is, but it's like it doesn't feel like it because I felt like sleep paralysis is when you can't move at all. Yeah. But with this, it's like you can kind of move, and like that's the most aggravating part. It feels like your whole body, like you, like like pins and needles, basically. Yeah. And yeah. Like you can't, like, no matter how hard you try, you're like, I can't. Yeah. Wake up and like. I don't know if I've had that. It feels like there's like a veil over you, and you're like trying it to get through. Sounds a lot through. like sleep paralysis. Maybe it is, no. but it's a goddamn nightmare because you're like. I can be awake right now. Yeah. Let me be awake. And then you fall back asleep. Yeah, it's interesting. My my sister um, uh, had night terrors growing up and like full on like wake up screaming and stuff like that. And I, I've had a friend like that yeah. sleep over. And, and I was always like, man, that must be a real nightmare. I'm glad I don't have night terrors. And I didn't realize until uh, uh, later that... Um, that it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I have. Like, yeah. That's exactly what my situation is. I just react to it differently. Yeah, you just don't scream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, running to another room isn't probably that much better, but it doesn't wake up the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a you thing. Yeah, uh... that's a, I just keep it as a me thing. Um, the, the weird one is where, like, you have night terrors and you see stuff that other people describe. Like, later, you're like, mm, I've seen that. Yeah, like, ooh, like don't talk that? to don't yeah. tell me that please what does yeah. that what does that mean what is that situation you have think? you had out of body experiences no it, okay so well i've had one where like i had like a skydiving dream where i was just like it was nighttime but i could see a city below me and i was falling and it wasn't scary i was just like it was like nice it was like yeah. it was basically like control fl- controlled flying but because i knew i was being taken somewhere not yeah. falling i was like wow this is really cool and i was like oh it looks like my house Oh, that's weird. Like mm-hmm. I could see my cars, like the like my parents' cars and everything, because uh, when I was like really young, um, I could see those in the driveway and everything. Like I can see that my parents' light is still on in their room, and like, yeah. and then like I fell through the ceiling, and I was above me. Up and through the you, you went. No, I no. was falling down, and I fell through the ceiling into my room. Got it. Got it. Got it. And I could see me sleeping. And weird. I couldn't do anything to me, and I just like just like I couldn't like reach out and like like touch my face or something it was just like there i couldn't move i and i didn't feel like there was anybody else there but i had like an out-of-body experience and i've heard a lot of people when they have those can feel other things watching them you know what huh i'm super jealous of that shit like uh lucid dreaming lucid dreaming and like out-of-body experiences and i and i um had a friend who i have i had a friend i have a friend uh who's had a lot of spiritual 
uh, experiences. And it just, I just feel like, I feel like the, the, you can be in tune with that stuff. Yeah. And I just don't think I am. Same. Like, but no, but you're talking about having an album. Uh, it happened when I was like a, a kid. It has, it has not happened since. So. Maybe I just have a shit memory then. And I don't remember. I did the closest thing I had. It, it, this is not even that thing. Uh, I had one of those dreams where you're falling out of the plane or whatever. And I was falling out of bed at the same time. Uh, so I woke up hitting the floor. It freaked me out. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I, no, don't. I don't have like, I don't, it's again, like I got some weird stuff with the night terrors, but it's like, I can rationalize that stuff away as night terrors, you know? Oh my God. Okay. The like last relationship I was in, she told me that like, just a warning. I do sleepwalk. I haven't done it in like six years, but yeah. I, I'm like, just because of how extreme it would get, I'm just telling you. I'm like, okay, like, how bad did it get? She said, one time, <laughs> I woke up in my car with my car started oh, in no. drive. And uh, that's when she woke up. That's terrifying. Because it took a second for her air conditioning to turn on. As soon as it turned on and hit her face, she went that's a saw. That's a hide your keys shit. When yep. you, when no, she did. Yeah. No, she would put deadbolts on her doors and she would still get out weird yeah and like she would get out and like one time she cooked and like like she would do a lot of like, I was you know what yeah. though man if i could wake up being done cooking and it yeah. was good i'd be all about to get yeah. my sleep while i'm cooking yeah. fuck yeah man yeah i've heard people like shoving pillows into like ovens and stuff and like there's like no, like they're like not trying to like they're just like eh, food and <laughs> food goes in there yeah. this feels like food uh, yeah. <laughs> this pillow feels yeah. like food um yeah I, man i'm really glad though that i don't sleepwalk that would be i can't i don't think i can handle that i not for me, kids. But let me know, actually, if you had sleepwalking like stories, let us know on Twitter. But speaking of Twitter, I'm going to read some more of these scary stories Please that you guys do. have. Uh, Facundo Yuyo Ponza. I apologize, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same as his username. Yeah. My favorite ghost is Isabel from Saga. Oh, She's amazing. She is amazing. Yeah. She's the best nanny in the world. She's great. Uh-huh. And she can transform into stuff. No, That's a lot of fun. Little illusions. What do they call them? Terrors? What, what are those? The they thing? call them terrors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they were on the planet and like that's like a special thing that species can do. I, I remember that ending. You're like, oh no, what's going to go down? And they end up being super friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so, it and it that's a great terrifying. issue. Yeah. And she's so sweet. She could make herself though, like look like she has legs if she can do an illusion of, of like a monster. I do like that design design though, where just her guts are kind of like falling out yeah. at the bottom. Uh, Carlos Lopez at Carlos underscore uncut says, "After my grandpa died, I saw a little boy in my closet in the middle of the night. I didn't recognize the boy, as if that would like make it better. Like, oh hey Joe, yeah, huh. it's like like God, man. I've actually had this like one idea." Um, that like this would be a damn nightmare scenario, and like I feel like I'm gonna have a dream about it because I keep thinking about it so much. My uncle and my dad look a lot like me and my brother when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Like it's like if you look them like side by side, and they look a lot like my sister's kids, like her sons. And I'm like, this is so uncomfortable to look at it. Like there's like this like really commonality with like face shape and eyes and like hair, and you're like like hair color changes, but since it's all black and white photos, you can't tell. Like imagine like running into like one of those kids in your dream, and I'm like. I couldn't tell. I wouldn't be able to tell you which one of us it is. Like yeah. I like that. I could either be my uncle, me, or like my oldest nephew. And yeah. I'm like that could be a fun like story. Anyways, uh, if I saw a kid in my closet, I would have left. You left the yeah. like, hey kid, uh, water's in the fridge. Peace out. You know what? Well, Goodbye. that's what that's what happens with my night. That's why I get out. Like I immediately like you sense that somebody's in the room with you, and you just get out of the room, get to the bathroom, turn on a light, and then by then you've kind of like 
calm down. Yeah, your your consciousness has caught up with you. That's it's kind of like when I don't know if you ever had this where somebody's trying to talk with you, um, like hey, what about this? And your brain processes what they're saying, but somewhere, because you're still waking up from the brain to the mouth, you're not able to convey the information. That uh-huh. you're, and you're, you're desperately trying to like, you know, you, or at least you feel like in your brain you understand what they're saying and you know how you want to respond, but uh-huh. you can't quite, you're like, well, I don't, with the, you got to do the, uh, uh, See, and you just have to hold on a second. Like, wait, hold on. It'll catch up in a minute. Actually, I have the opposite. If you talk to me in my sleep, I will answer you fully coherently. Uh, people have tried to, like, see if they can get, like, like a secret out of me. I won't say because, like, my brain just won't let me do that. Uh-huh. And um, But, like, last night when we were, I got home, took a quick nap because I, I needed it. Like, we were out late the night before uh, for a shoot, but we wanted to go to Knott's Berry Farm, and Darren was going to, like, offer me a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to take a quick nap when took a nap. And he got ready, and then he knocked, and he was like, hey, Sam, you ready? And I'm like, I'm like apparently <laughs> apparently, I said, yeah, man, just grabbing my keys. I'm downstairs already. And I'm like, what? And, like, and I yelled it. Like, I yelled it to him. And he was like, um, are you sure? He's like, nah, and I said, apparently I said, nah, I'm just getting ready. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And he like left and he came back and he knocked and he was like, hey man, you ready to go? When you go like Ava's, like whatever, like gets like grab her. And like, he's like, and I'm like, who's that again? And like, uh, and he's like, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll meet you there. And then apparent, and then the thing I do remember is that he did leave mm-hmm. and I got like salty about it. He's like, oh, you left without me. I was like, no, he didn't. He like tried twice. Um, and uh, he called me and he was like, hey, uh, we're heading out. And I'm like, Yep, me too. Uh, just brushing my teeth. And then I fell asleep for like 20 more minutes until 7 o'clock on the dot. Like, I barely, I was like maybe 30 minutes behind them when I left. Uh-huh. Uh, so it wasn't too bad. Um, and they hit way more traffic than I did. So we ended up like, you know, not too bad. Like, yeah, we made it in time. But I, I have had so many conversations. Oh, God. Uh, the worst is like, if I drink just a little bit of beer, I became, I'm already a heavy sleeper. Like, yeah. I will talk, but I will not get up. <laughs> If I have a little bit of beer or like a little bit of alcohol, like that goes like times ten, mm. I'll look like a dead body. Like, uh, <laughs> like we were ordering pizza, and it was when I was living in a house with like Steve, Will, and Darren, yeah. and uh, I, I was the one to order it, and on my phone, and it was coming, and uh, I fell asleep on the couch, and Darren was like, Sam, Sam, and like he grabbed my arm to like shake me, like, and then he said he went so far that he grabbed my shoulders and he was like, this is like after, like, cause the guy was there. He wanted, like we needed information from my phone yeah. and I wasn't waking up. I was like, nah, yeah. I'm like, I could be dead. Like I was breathing still. I was fine. Uh, and they like grabbed my shoulders and then like, he like shook me into the couch. He was like, but like, not like violently, yeah. just, like full body, like here's a shake. And apparently, apparently I woke up enough to be like, Hey, what's going on? And like, <laughs> like I was like, Oh, okay. And then I went right back to sleep and he's like, God damn it. And I have a, fingerprint reader so he just took my hand yeah. put it on the thing like in the mission impossible movies yeah. got me to scan it got the info out gave me my phone back and i woke up at 3 a.m i was like wait those fuckers ate half the pizza Where? and then I, I always wake up like angry i'm like what the fuck happened and then they told me i was like oh shit oops sorry That's amazing i wish i was a heavy sleeper man i am not I'm I, a light sleeper if, I, if i'm can you sleep sk- anywhere if no oh, no yeah. no if i'm not in my bed or maybe a couch like um, i can't sleep on planes i can't sleep on car in cars on cars on cars i can't yeah. sleep on top of cars like if uh if a mouse scampers across the kitchen like i'm up like what the fuck's happening you know what i mean God, i like, wish i could do that no, i know it's not it's not good man but it's not good to be a deep sleeper because like we when should- you're 
if we could if our sleep powers could combine and yeah. we could just sleep like a normal person right just a pleasant night's <laughs> yeah. sleep no like for me if i'm driving and i get tired like i get like everyone gets tired but when no. i do it's like it's like concrete is going over my eyes and like i can't that's not good I, I have pulled over one time and slept in a truck stop like it was very scary but i was so tired that mm-hmm. i was like and we're not getting robbed. And I fell asleep. Yeah, and I woke yeah. up when the. It was really cool. I've never woken up with the sun coming up. And like I pointed, I accidentally pointed my car uh, east. Mm-hmm. And so when I woke up right when the sun like came over the horizon, I was like, <gasps> and like it was terrifying because I felt like I was outside. I was like, did I like crash and fly out the windshield or something? And like, like no, 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 everything's here. Yeah. The car's off. I'm gonna go get a little bit of gas and a coffee. I'm like, okay, yeah, we survived. Yeah, we did it. That was terrifying. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but let's get into more spooky stories. I've got a couple I want to read, but I'm waiting for a nice segue. Wait for the segue, would you? Oh, here we go. Uh, Rodrigo Bastida at RodB underscore 23. My cousin has a recording that my uncle of a little boy laughing at factory. He worked at Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sorry. His cousin has a recording that his uncle made of a little boy laughing at a factory he worked at, uh, Goosebumps. So I'm assuming that's a, from a Goosebumps story that he read that he liked a lot. Okay. Did you <laughs> read Did you read Goosebumps as a kid? Yes. That's how Goosebumps is how I learned how to read. The very first book I read um, was number, I think it was 25, something The Masked Mutant. Uh, it had that guy. Is that the mask that sticks to your face? No. Oh, that's a good it's one. The, it's a comic book that comes to life. A comic book supervillain comes to life in the real world. Cool. And it's him, this guy in a blue costume on the cover. And it's orange. You know how they had the, like, the the title and the edges were a certain color each book? That yeah. was an orange one. I love that they were raised, like mm-hmm. the covers. Do you know they still sell them? You can go to any store and go buy Goosebumps still. That's cool. You know Goosebumps sells more than Stephen King? That's not surprising since it was kids, it's yeah. aimed at kids, but they are technically technically more popular than that's funny the first yeah. book uh first book i remember my mom reading to me the first goosebumps was the mirror one which i think was book six which one's that one uh there's a mirror world and in the mirror world he's evil and evil him is trying to get over oh to our world i think is something along those Dude, lines my dad read me goosebumps from yeah sleep. and then the first one i first one i read and then i collected all of them and then from goosebumps i transitioned to animorphs Nice. No. And couldn't get into Animorphs. Something Animorphs is me. dark as fuck, yeah. man. It's the TV show they made with it, like no. or a TV movie. I remember I kept trying to watch it, and like there are these slugs they were trying to put in people's brains. Yep. Yeah, and like I was watching that, and I was like, wait, what the fuck is? Yeah, this? it got it got super because they, they, they there's a lot of body horror stuff because if you morphed out of your morph, you were healed. Which means, like, if you were a fly, somebody could slap you, and they're having to deal with like dying as a fly trying to morph out, uh-huh. and. um uh, if you stay in the morph for more than two hours, you got stuck, and one of the characters got stuck. Yeah, there's like a hawk or something, yeah. right? God, um, that's a fucking nightmare. And uh, they even give him the ability, he's able, they find the morph cube again, they gave him the power, he's able to morph again as a hawk. So he could stay as a human, uh-huh. but then he couldn't morph anymore. Oh, okay. So he decides to stay as the hawk, but like join in battles, be able to morph into other stuff. Uh-huh. And it, it just got really, because um, the writer talked about Kay Applegate, and she had some ghost, they all have ghost writers. Uh-huh. Um, um they have all to those, when they all make those that, YA yeah. books, like uh, n- they're not even young adult novels, like kids' novels. Um, because yeah, because they're turning out one a month, man. That's just not possible. I, I love the animal books because you open they they have them changing the animal, and then you could open the cover and see what the animal's doing on the inside. Uh-huh. Uh, but she talked about how like um, you know, one day somebody asked her like why the war allegory stuff got so heavy, and she's like, because one day you're going to be old enough to vote. 
and you'll be the one voting on the people who are deciding whether we go to war or not or not and i want you to i want these kids to grow up understanding what war is and it's horrifying yeah and it's like that's that makes a lot of sense to me yeah i remember trying to pick it up and like one of the characters had turned into like a shrew or something mm-hmm. and or a mole like something that was like blind and like i was like god this is not what i thought i was gonna read yeah it seems like a lot of fun changing into animals and it's like it's and they don't just it's not like the show where it's like you because they probably can afford to do this on the show where it's like you just kind of like or even the cover where it's like this gradual everything kind of changes at once like your arm becomes a fly arm and then your one eye becomes a fly eye and then like wings pop out and it's like a nightmare yeah it's very scary yeah. i liked when they talk about like flying the way they describe it it's yeah. really fun but man those books are fucking terrifying but goosebumps what was the one story that always like wait what was the there was okay there was an uh, a writer that came out back in like 2005 and they did he would release collections of scary stories and i think it was called like one of them was called in the land of the lawn weenies or something like that okay. and it i at first you think i could be getting my books mixed up but uh i think that's what it is is like there's sometimes like they'd be mixed with kind of funny stories yeah but also like horror stories as well like um what was one of them that like really I think the one that like stuck with me that was always really uncomfortable was like these two girls went tanning and one of these one of the girls kept putting on more and more tanning lotion and she kept getting like tanner and tanner and tanner and they're like wait what they're like what's happening and she's like uh yeah uh, the other girl's like I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go buy you some sunblock and she's like no it's okay and like she just keeps getting more and more tan and she comes back and like she's basically like burnt now mm-hmm. like it's like not like a skin tone anymore it yeah. looks like someone who has been burnt and all of a sudden like she's like oh my god like she's gonna call 911 and then the girl reaches up and grabs her hand and when she, when she turns her skin flakes off and it's like a reptilian kind of like yeah. thing and like she eats her and it's like what the fuck am I getting into man I want to find those books now because like this it was a new writer who had these just awesome collections of terrifying stories. Nice. It, and this is different than the, there was these ones that were out when I was a kid with the creepiest black and white drawings. Not those. Uh, yeah. that's, uh, those are like, are you afraid of the dark or scary things to tell in the dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they're like, it's watercolors, right? Yeah, and I don't even remember the stories being that scary, but the watercolor, the pictures in them were nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there's one story that I, as a kid I read, as like a kid kid I read, and I was like, I don't think I fully understand what's happening. It was like a man walking along in the woods and he looked over and there was another path there's another man walking at the same speed. And as he started to speed up, the guy sped up too, and he was always walking the same. Mm-hmm. And the, both paths started to converge. And like he's like, I guess I'm going to have to fight this person. And all of a sudden, there's a scream, and it's over. And you're like, and like that's all I can remember from the story. No. I want to go read it again, but I was like, I don't remember why that's scary. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. like, I'm like this ain't. there's clearly just a giant mirror on the yeah. other side of the path. You know who I miss? <laughs> Shel Silverstein. I know we're not really getting into ghost stuff, but I'm just reading yeah. a lot of kids' we're, books. Yeah, we're, we're just nostalgic. Yeah. Shel Silverstein, a lot of his poems are my favorites. Yeah. I, I don't know a, if I ever read any Shel Silverstein. I know the the picture of him on the back of books is uh, terrifying. Oh, yeah? yeah. He scared you? He's, he's a scary-looking dude on those pictures oh, in those, the back. That beard. Yeah. There was uh, one poem about being sick that was really good. Oh, I think he... Was he the one who also did The Giving Tree? I don't he's, know. We're getting into, we're getting off topic. You, you know what? You were looking for a transition at one point. Yeah, I didn't find it. I had goosebumps, and I started thinking about other things. But uh, speaking of scary stories, I wanted to talk about a few that I really like, and I know a lot of people that listen to us probably like to go to Reddit 
And they <gasps> like to check out r slash no sleep. And sometimes, okay, actually, that is a really scary. I just showed him a picture of Shel Silverstein. Yeah, it's, that, like, <laughs> it's just the one, there's other pictures of him smiling where it's like, that's a fun guy. Yeah. And then, but then there's this other one, where, like this one. Like you expect, hold on. Kids, on, if guys. you look at your screen right yeah. now, this is the worst. This is mm. the worst podcast content. You look at that and you're like, "Yeah, that's a children's author." Yeah. Why isn't that one on the back? Yeah. See, that's not bad. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. He's not har- yeah, he's not harmful. Um, <laughs> so he shapes some kids' lives. But yeah, so r slash no sleep. DJ, do you ever go there and like? Read? I don't do Reddit, man. Reddit freaks me out. Every time I go on there, there's uh, just like. Hey, it's not so bad being a Nazi, like stuff like that. And I'm like, no, oh, yeah. it's okay. I don't need this oh, in my life. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. it's uh, the worst. But there, I, are... I've, I've been told that it's just because I don't know how to curate it. Yeah. And once I tell it what I'm interested in, it's fine. But it just it it seems like a scary hole. Like I like to follow Internet is Beautiful, and it like just uploads these awesome websites. Like this one I found where it's uh, called Paper Planes Around the World or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's a mobile app that like you can look at online. But basically, or it's not a mobile app. It's a mobile. You can only open the website um, on your mobile Safari, whatever. Yeah. And it it just shows a paper airplanes from around the world that people can make, and it's a social experiment. Like, and it, you can fold an airplane in the app, and then mm-hmm. you stamp it Los Angeles with the date, and then you throw it with like the motion gyroscopes in your phone, mm-hmm. and um, it flies around, and then you can like catch papers that have been flying and you can see notes that people have left from all around the world for, for like years that they've been doing it and it's really cool that's fun but sorry i found that in internet is beautiful and i also follow what could go wrong because i like fail videos <laughs> not the graphic ones just the fun ones where like someone yeah. gets like a little bit hurt yeah um but i follow r slash no sleep i think you should check it out as well at least read the top stories because there's a lot of art or uh, writers out there that just want to write quick short stories that are scary cool. and uh really fun and if you guys want to follow a tumblr that kind of like goes through all the good ones and puts them mm-hmm. in like a nice clean way to read it um it's sixpence and the e's at the end of pence are like there's like three extra e's okay. but there's like and you go to story section read them there there's a couple stories that have always really really stuck with me yeah um now are these like real experiences or just fun just fun stories okay. and they're really good um my favorite is it's called the enemy and it starts out. I think I've. I don't know if I've told you before, but it's it's a zombie story. Okay. Um, and it starts with a, a soldier running through a battlefield, like he's running over like a blown up like refrigerator and like like rubbles from cars, and like he hears something. He stops and he hides. And it's a kid crying in a building like adjacent to him. So he's like trying to get to the kid as quickly as he can. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it didn't used to be like this. And he, it's kind of like a flashback of him narrating in his head what's happening or what had happened. And there was a zombie apocalypse, like it, mm-hmm. and like a zombie, not apocalypse, but infestation. And But because he described it in this really cool way that like we had seen it so much in media, like this is like the real world or it's supposed to be that we kind of were able to detach ourselves from the people that get infected. We're like, if we don't kill them, we're going to die and more people are going to die. So they were able to eradicate the virus really fast. Okay. It never, like, spiraled out of control. Yeah. But as because it's a virus, viruses mutate. And this created the scariest form of a zombie I can think of. Basically, it's an uncontrollable conscious cannibal. And, like, I know that's, like, what zombies mm-hmm. are, but this one is somebody that doesn't deteriori- deteriorate like a zombie. Yeah. This person is conscious, and okay. they don't want to do it, but yeah. the virus kind of forces their bodies to kill the people around them and eat them. Okay, and so it's so, like a zombie, but you're awake for the whole thing. You're, you're, you're along for the ride. Yeah, and you are 
terrified and no. you're crying and you're apologizing. You're like, I'm sorry, I can't, like, no. you, I can't do anything. And like, because of that, because when you hear something say sorry, they were able to take over really fast. No. And then the story cuts back to the guy and he finds the kid and he grabs the kid by the head and smashes him on like the edge of a bathtub and mm. starts eating him and he's crying and yeah. he's like, I can't help it. And he's like, but it's war. He's and, eating the kid? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a zombie. <laughs> and that's a good one. Uh, I also really like the one that like really fucked with me. It was very, uh, the way I'm going to just tell it, uh, I'm, I don't really care about spoilers right now, but it, if you go find the story, it's very well written mm-hmm. and it really does a good way of misdirecting like where you're supposed to be paying attention. But it talks about how important routine is to people and how it's kind of a trap of yeah. like your, your day and you start like how you wake up, you do the same things every day. Like you check your phone, yeah. you go take a shower, you shave, you like put on deodorant, like you get dressed, you leave, you get your coffee, you go to work, you work, you eat lunch, then you leave work, you go home, eat dinner, go to sleep. And like they are very specific of like detailing everything you do and how if something goes wrong, like uh, it can mess up a lot of things and it, it never goes like outlandish but this guy says that like he thought he charged his phone to be his alarm and like somehow his plug had fallen out so his alarm didn't go off so he was late and he keeps thinking about the routine he's like i just missed that that one damn thing i can't believe i missed that one damn yeah. thing and it goes on like he's like taking his kid to like he's taking his kid to preschool he's noticing how hot it is outside and he was like i, I could barely shower this morning i'm barely even ready like and then he was like uh, he's like rushing, rushing, rushing. He gets to work, and he's like, "I keep feeling like I'm forgetting something. Like I can't believe I messed up." And like it's getting so hot outside, like it looks like the windows are warping on the building that he's working in. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Damn, it's really hot." And um, he keeps thinking, "He's like, I forgot something. I forgot something. What did I forget?" And uh, he gets back in his uh, like the day's over, still hot outside. He gets in his car, um, and he's like. He's like he notices like a weird smell. He's like I'll figure that out later. And like he gets home, uh, and he like he's looking around. And he's like, what? What did I miss? What did I miss? And he starts to remember. He's like, oh, I, I can't believe it. I left my daughter at preschool. If you remember how I told the story, I didn't say he did that. Mm-hmm. He didn't take his girl to preschool. He left her in the car, mm. and that's the kid was cooked basically Mm. and you're like as you're reading it you're like it never really unfolds until he figures it out and you're like oh god like this is a damn nightmare this is the worst (laughs) this is the worst else they've got a bunch of other good ones Uh, one of the there's one in there you guys should go look at it's basically the story of a kid who gets to move into his own room and he lives he has a bunk bed because they don't have any other beds and he gets to sleep on the top bunk when he wakes up at 3 a.m there's something below him mm-hmm. and he can never see what it is. And like, basically it goes on night after night of what this thing does to him. Like just tormenting him psychologically. It's very scary. That's scary. Do you have any ghost stories? Has anybody shared any ghost stories with you? Uh, like That I know of. Um, There were, I know people, Oh God, I blocked this out of my mind. Actually, uh. there's a good one and a bad one. Uh, I had a friend who played with a Ouija board. Sorry, really quick. Fuck you for doing playing with those. Don't don't, don't do, do that. It. Please yeah, don't do don't. that. Don't care about your beliefs or anything. It's just like the, there's so much negative energy around it. And like I think it's fair to think uh, of look at the world where there's energies that are exchanged back and forth with people. Mm-hmm. Like if you bring if you bring a positive attitude somewhere, like people are gonna feel better yeah. around you. But that thing is just so bad. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the yeah. I think we've talked about this before. The the story that the Exorcist is based on was uh 
started with a Ouija board. I've had a friend who's had bad experiences after uh, a Ouija board mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, you know what? I don't need it. Yeah. I, yeah. But the good experience, the one time was like they were talking to a girl. Mm-hmm. And they're like nine of my friends like were talking to like they were. It was a little girl. It wasn't bad. She was like, no, I just got, I got sick and I died. But like I kind of just come around here sometimes just because. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are you OK? And they're like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's like, I'm just hanging out. And then and she said, come to the attic. And everyone's like, OK, well, you do no. <laughs> what's this about? Okay. I don't want. And then they they said and you can always take things with a grain of salt. But like a bunch of people, they it was one of those attics where you like pull down the yeah. like the trap door and the ladder falls. When they pull it down, there was a girl looking at him and then she disappeared. That's freaky. Yeah, and they blinked, and she was gone. And they went back to the Ouija board to talk again. She wasn't there anymore. So mm. and I was like, that's weird. But bad story. They were playing. Uh, my friend, we'll call him uh, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, why I don't know why it was so hard to come up with this. <laughs> Big name. Uh, but uh, he played with it with his older sister and his brother. And he was very young at the time. But they had something like malevolent, and like they were like, "We don't like this. We don't like this." Um, and their mom came home when they were like playing with it, and she grabbed it and like ripped it up and threw it away. And like she was like, "No, don't. Yeah. You don't." And like because they they're very devout Catholics, and they're like, yeah. "No, don't don't you dare like bring that into my house." But things started happening to the older sister. She was like, uh, she like started becoming like re- really irritable like she started like her health was like deteriorating and like after this like basically a week later it yeah. started happening and they uh one night they woke up to her screaming and like uh, there's always like different types of screaming there's people who scream on, like roller coasters there's like people that scream when they like get scared a little bit or there's like blood curdling like your skin's getting ripped off kind of screaming where it's like your body is giving up and yeah. that's what they heard coming from her room and they went in there and she had bite marks all over her. Oh no. And then they had to bring in like from what he said, like they brought in like a priest and they blessed yeah. her and they like did everything. And I'm like, again, you take things with a grain of salt, but a story is a story and it's still like scary to hear that kind of stuff. But like they said like they didn't see anything supernatural besides like the bites and um her and like they were on her back and like they were like all over the place actually now that I think about it you could say a funny story about how it like she was just with a guy and like they like and it got way too like <laughs> passionate but like no but like they she was like legitimately injured she had to go through a lot of therapy and uh yeah. her choice and yeah it sounded like a damn it sounded horrible so no. what about you don't mess with Ouija boards um I've had two friends with um one was his kid the other was a younger sibling that both had um ominous uh imaginary friend experiences where like the imaginary friends telling them stuff that is they shouldn't know like the the kid or the younger sibling shouldn't know on their own whoa um uh like what like uh it's one of those it's not my story and also like i'm trying to remember specifics um uh like with one the sibling i want the the younger the kid um, the child uh, of the one friend had the f- friend had the imaginary friend had a strange name that ended up being like then it's like classic like exorcist shit like yeah. the 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 name was like of an old Mesopotamian something or other weird yeah you know what I mean like that the kid would have no context for stuff like that um, I don't remember what the younger sibling my favorite story 
comes from this is the perfect ghost story because it's a friend of a friend uh 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 Ken Whiting, who you might know from the stuff I've done with Fridoverse and uh-huh. stuff like that, uh, my best friend. We we do a lot of stuff together, um, work on a lot of projects together. He was on a shoot with a guy that told him a story. There you go. Yeah, gotta get through uh, those those the rings things, of people. Yeah, yeah. So by the time you guys are hearing it, it's way different. Yeah. But but the highlights of where I wish Ken's on a shoot right now. I wanted to talk to him uh, before we did this, so I I could have it more concrete in my brain. But the way I remember it being was this guy and his wife were in a hotel um, on a trip. And I want to say what happened was they heard shouting outside. And so they went outside and there was another couple having an argument or something down the hall. And for whatever reason, it escalated to the point where they were freaked out enough that they decided to get out of the situation, but the elevator wouldn't work. So they went down the stairs and the stairs bailed out onto other floors. And the couple was on, I don't think every other floor, but a few other floors as what they the went fuck? down. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember Ken was telling me the story and it's like, DJ, this guy has like no reason to lie about that shit. Like he's, there's, because it, it's the same, every time you hear these stories, like it's a story, take it with a grain of salt. This is what I was told. I was not there, mm-hmm. but it's like, He's like, this guy, I don't see a reason why this guy would bullshit something like that. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It was just this weird, and then they talked about it. I want to say they talked about it with management the next day, and either it was something like no couple like that was in the hotel, or people had a, similar experiences, and it was just one of those. I remember when he was telling me, I was like, that's weird, yeah, man. that's a good story. So I don't know. I Do you have an opinion on ghosts? Uh-huh. I you know yeah, I, I, I do. I, I'm very like I believe in I think anything's possible. Like no. I'm like really are you, any of you do, like devoting a lot of your time to proving or disproving the existence of ghosts? I'd be interested to see if what would happen if you took really scientific minded people, took them to a real haunted place, and had them do like a months long study mm. just to see because it's just like, so much money that no one would ever do it. Yeah, because yeah. I was just wondering if you took people because here's this: I I went on I went to the Queen Mary, who if you don't live around here is a ship that was around the same time as the Titanic, bigger I believe, still around, supposed to be super haunted, one of the most haunted places in the world, and I did one of those ghost adventure they give you the tools i had this infrared thing that didn't fucking blink once the motherfucker Mm -hmm. (laughs) um we might have picked up an evp going back through the audio later of a weird response but i mean you're with a group i don't know i don't i it's weird i'm open to a lot of things i'm kind of skeptical about ghosts Uh um demons i believe could be a thing Mm -hmm. ghosts i was like "Eh, eh, eh." Mm -hmm. uh we don't really have time for me to go into why that's just how i am uh but they were kind of talking about like you know how the the sometimes you'll hear something, you smell something, you feel brush, and it's like, yeah, but how though? Like you're 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 trying to communicate with the ghosts. Uh-huh. They don't have ear. Like how are they supposed to pick up? Pick up what? Noise. They don't have ears. The things they don't have the hair in your ear that picks up vibrations that communicates that to your brain. That like. Oh wait, you're trying to get like super. I just don't know how an... it works. I just don't know how it works. Wait, that's like, but that's also. Wait, if you apply that logic to a lot of other things, you could just say you don't know how things work, and like that's the reason why they don't exist. Like, there's, I, like, there's just things that are like, like a lot of people like will talk about how that it's just a different plane of existence. So like they couldn't have the same attributes, but they just they are right there between the fabric of our reality and theirs. Something I would be open to is the idea of people leaving imprints or echoes. Uh, so you if if you're you see something a figure 
and interacts. You're not interacting with anything with a consciousness. It's just the remnant of something that used to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, like um like I don't know. No, see, yeah, it's yeah. it's you can get a lot. I mean, you can talk about it for a long time, but uh, I just say like a know, double negative, like if uh, you, whatever. Anyway, I think. Why not? You know, no, it's fun. I don't know why anything needs to be like malevolent like that. But uh, if there's some nice ghosts hanging out, I wouldn't mind having <laughs> you on the podcast. If you want to come in, we do have one last question that I wanted to throw your way, Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Chloe at Chloe Mar- Marini. Uh, how much would someone have to pay you to stay in the most haunted house in the United States? Nothing. 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 But they're offering a payment. You got. Oh, okay. If I was sorry, a, a million dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but if like, yeah, maybe a couple grand. Maybe like we yeah. should do that. We should we should do a podcast in a haunted house. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like we can maybe the Queen Mary maybe, will it. Queen Mary, or mm-hmm. maybe we can get a psychic on board. See if we can get somebody in there. Mm-hmm. I'm a little. I'm. I think that starts. Uh, going into Ouija board territory when you start asking. I just want to go random, randomly knocking on spiritual doors like, yeah. and see who opens up, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, just to see. I, again, because it's like... How much would it cost for you? Not a lot, because it's like, yeah. again, I don't know... Where you stand with it all? Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know if I buy I buy into ghosts mm-hmm. in particular. Like, um, if, like if somebody was like, if somebody was like, oh, you want to go in this house where there was a satanic ritual and they opened up a door to hell and we think demons still walk around and bite people. It's like, no, nah, that's okay. Nah. I think all right. I think uh, what Joel, who's like our boss over here, said that he went to like one of these, they're like in Ireland, they found these caverns like over like the past 10 years. They were like, they were hidden and like mm-hmm. they were like kind of like, like they, it was like a, just like a town that was just underground and like it yeah. wasn't like a super underground it's just kind of built in within a cave and uh they found these and this is like a long like thousands of years ago but they found like this circle where like this group of satanists come and they don't from what joel was saying is that they don't worship satan or demons they like are kind of trying to close a portal that they said they found there <laughs> and they said don't it's it's like a circle and they're like you really shouldn't walk in there and Joel like said like oh, no I went in there and like we walked in there and like said prayers and did like stuff like that I'm like nah I wouldn't do that yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't tempt things like yeah because you don't know I don't know who I'm I don't know who I'm proving by doing that yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> but like uh, um I don't know with the Queen Mary they like uh, they played he played EVPs that they'd gotten of like people like straight up shouting like shouting sounds that of somebody that's not in the group uh-huh. of course it's just audio and I wasn't there so who knows yeah. Um, uh, although the guide we had was really legit. He's like, listen, if anybody tells you they're an expert on ghosts or the paranormal, they're lying to you. It's not, we, nobody can be an expert of it because it's not expert of it because it's not a real field. We don't have enough dot, data to, to say you're an expert on it. I don't, I have my personal beliefs on what these are. And if you have your beliefs, we can talk about them. But we, we, cool. we, we all need to acknowledge that none of us know. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, this guy's legit. I'm on board yeah. with this guy. So like, let's go but, have a little bit of fun. But so like, there's there's supposed to be like a the the there's there's some scarier folks that are supposed to be running around the Queen Mary. I could stay there tonight. I don't care about that. Like, oh, the manager was real mean, or like this guy was a abusive or whatever. It's like, it, again, it's just, it's more when you get into de- demonic stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, homie, don't homie's not gonna play with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Ghosts, mm. I don't really care. What if they merged and had a baby like a ghost <gasps> demon? A ghost demon. Guys, let us know what kind of <laughs> what you think that would look like in the comments down below. DJ, yes, this was a fun podcast. It was a fun one. Did we talk a lot about ghosts? <laughs> Not as much as I thought we would. No, 
but I still like the conversations. Same here. And guys, I like talking with you. And you can actually talk with us on Twitter at Only Stupid Answers. What yes. do you do? You take out the vowels from stupid. Hey, that's what you do. You go to Instagram. You also follow us there. Only Stupid Answers, full name. And on Facebook, Only Stupid Answers, full name. And on YouTube, Only Stupid Answers, full, full name. name. You got it, guys. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you go and rate and review this on iTunes. Go and listen on Spotify, Google Play Music, Audio Boom, Stitcher. Yes. Player FM, something like that. Yeah. And Overcast, probably. Maybe more in the future. Who knows? We're hanging out. We're mm-hmm. having fun. DJ, yes. little plug. Uh, you can find me at DJ Trash on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. I try to put up videos every Friday. I just did one talking about the new Logan trailer and how maybe oh, it, was, so it cool. was really good. Uh, maybe the X-Men universe could be looking to merge with the MCU. Mm-hmm. It would be a nice goodbye mm-hmm. to everything they've that mess of a thing that they've made over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can follow me, Sam Basher, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Real easy. Follow me on Snapchat sometimes if you'd like. Yes. Make sure you follow. Uh, keep an eye on our Twitters for more info on that movie night we mentioned at the top of this episode. Yep. And if you guys uh, have any fan art that you would like yeah. to do, we encourage it because we like to do fan art Fridays on our Instagram and no, we would like to feature you. But guys, thank you for listening. Sorry, that was the ghost. That was the ghost. The ghost wanted to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Sorry, one more time. Thanks, ghost.